to this episode of Let's Talk, Let's Think. I'm your host, Carrie Braggs. And if you are a first-time viewer, we are glad to have you. And we hope you stick around through the video and you hit the subscribe button and the notification bell and become a part of the family. So every time new videos are uploaded, you will get them and be able to join us. So today I'm going to begin uh, the first episode of a three-part series called Follow Correctly or Lead Yourself Astray. Follow correctly or lead yourself astray. Because we are called to follow Christ. When you look at him, when he called his disciples, he told them, follow me. So he was telling them, follow me. I'm going to be your teacher. I'm going to be your leader. And I'm going to train you on uh, how to be a teacher and master one day. And then you go out and you make disciples yourself and so this is what we are called to do but so many times we go astray and we kind of do our own thing and you hear the conversations uh you know uh you do it your way i do it my way or we don't have to do things uh the same way as your perspective versus my perspective and a lot of different things like that to where really it's about making uh, excuses for, I guess, for lack of a better word, personalizing your walk to do what you want to do. And so we're going to be looking at what it looks like to truly follow Christ and what the consequences are if we don't follow Christ. And so uh, a lot of times there are natural consequences to things. So it's not a matter of where people be like, oh, uh, he's not a loving God or a merciful God. But sometimes we do things and there are just natural consequences for them. If you walk up and you put your hand in the fire, then it's going to burn. And that's not the fire being mean or unloving. That's just the fire, hey, I burn things. And if you put your hand in it, that's a natural consequence. You did that. But if you keep your hand out of the fire, you won't be burned. And so it's just that simple. People want to complicate it and muddy the water and say, what about this and what about that with things that don't really have anything to do with the bottom line. And so we're going to start looking at some of those things uh, right now. So today, today we're going to discuss letting go of the old man and embracing the new man. Letting go of the old man and embracing the new man. And so we're going to go to the scripture and look at 1 Corinthians chapter 5. We're going to look at verse 17 and verses uh, 20 and 21. So verse 17 and then verses 20 and 21. So verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Verse 20. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. Verse 21. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him 
we might become the righteousness of God. And so when we look at that, it says, if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation and the old has passed away. So when we call ourselves being uh, Christians and following Christ, that means we have to let go of the old man to embrace the new man. We can't move forward if we are still holding on to the old man. I'll use for an example how I lived before I was married. Before I decided that I wanted to be married, then I lived my life how I chose to live it. I was not married to anyone, so how I wanted to date, who I wanted to date, how many I wanted to date, all these different things, that was my business. Now, this was uh, before I was a Christian, and so this was my life. But once I decided, once I became a Christian and decided I, uh, I'm going to get married, then I let go of the old man to embrace the new man because the old man was not living for Christ. The old man was doing what he wanted to do. But now the old man is in, the new man is embracing Christ and making a decision to get married. And so therefore, both of these men cannot exist. I cannot be single and live, I cannot be single and a non-believer and be a believer and be married and have it look, those look the same. They, that just cannot happen. But we have those in the body of Christ who try to reconcile things like that, to try to make those things match up. They still want to hold on to the old things of the world, but yet embrace the new things. And it can't happen. It says that uh, he, you are a new creation if you are in Christ. And then it says the old man has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So passed away, you look at that, they, they've died. So you're a new creation. The, that old man died. It is, it is no more. It is no longer alive. This new creation is alive. And so when we look at that, we have to understand what that really means. Most of the time we want to pour our own meaning into it. As I said, many people want to continue to live you know, some of the always have the always mixed with the new ways and they just kind of put it all together. And then if you point them to the scripture as this says, then it's like, well, no, nah, you know, everybody see things differently. That's how you see the scripture. I see it this way. When no, it's very clear on if you are in Christ, you are a new creation, meaning that if you are in Christ, you are acknowledging what it means to be a Christian. You are uh, lining up with the symbolism of baptism. We are in agreement upon the death, burial, and resurrection that this is the cornerstone of Christianity and why we call ourselves Christians. And then in verse 20, it says that therefore we are ambassadors of Christ. God making his appeal through us. So an ambassador is someone who uh, speaks on the behalf of someone else. So um, if I'm the ambassador for the United States, I'm the ambassador for the president. And the president has me go over to France 
as his ambassador uh, and we're speaking about uh, joining together with the military and things like that. If the president tells me, when you go over there, you let them know we are willing to uh, go over to wherever and have this many troops on the ground, uh, this many tanks or whatever, but we're not willing to do uh, these things over here, then guess what? My job is to do what he asked me to do. It's not my job to go over there and if he said uh, 5,000 troops are coming, I can't go over there and tell him we're going to send 10,000. If he say, you know, that we're going to send a certain amount of tanks or planes, I cannot decide to say, no, you know what, that's too many planes and too many tanks, so I'm going to give them this number because it's not my job. I am not the president. I am speaking on behalf of the president, so if I'm speaking on his behalf, I need to tell them what he told me to tell them. And so it says that we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. So he's making an appeal through us to go make Christians, to be disciples, to be the ones who are spreading his word correctly who are following correctly. That's why Jesus, when he told the disciples, follow me, they followed him, they lived with him, they traveled with him, they ate with him, they watched him teach, they sat at his feet and asked him questions when they didn't understand things. And so for us to do those things and then get around others and teach them something differently, that's not following Christ. If someone asks us questions about marriage and, uh, you know, we sit up and instead of what the Bible says, because the Bible teaches that the only time that sex is held sacred and is holy is when you're married. Anything outside of that is a sin. So, you know, there are people who are not married and living together but calling themselves Christians. But that is not lining up with God's word. So if you teach someone that that's okay, that's not following Christ. You're not following Christ and you're going to lead others astray. But that's why we are called, as it says in uh, Timothy, that we are called to study the word for ourselves. So we can know the word for ourselves. So we're not supposed to be taking anybody else's word anyway. So just like what I'm reading, I hope you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and look at verse 17 and verse 20 and 21 for yourselves. But the thing of this is, it says we must let go of the old man and embrace the new man. And that's truly what that means. It says that we, we have to let go of that old. We are a new creation. The old man is dead. He's passed away. And we're this new creature. So we're something new altogether. And then it says that we are ambassadors for Christ. So we speak on his behalf. But we speak from his word that he has given us. Amen. And so in verse 21. It says for our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So therefore he made Jesus who died on the cross for us, who died for our sins, 
and so that in him we might become the righteousness of God, that we may become uh, part of the family, grafted in because of what Jesus did on the cross for us. He speaks on our behalf to God the Father, and God the Father uh, accepts us as part of the body of Christ, and he accepts us as his ambassadors to go forth and teach others about his word. So, when you look at this video, when you go back and you look at these scriptures, I need you to ask yourself, have you let go of the old man? Is the old man dead? I'm not talking about we still struggle with certain sins and different things, but we're not living, willingly living in sin. We're not doing that. Those are two different things. But you ask yourself, am I lining up with God's word? Is the old man dead? And if you see that the old man is not dead and that you are still living in sin in some area of your life as compared to you're struggling with that sin, trying to get away from it, knowing in your heart and your mind is keeping you separated from God. If you have that going on in your life, then you, you need to address that because you need to know that that old man is dead that you are a new creation and that you are rightfully an ambassador of Christ because you are telling the world what thus says the Lord not what you feel not what you think not what you want to present as Christianity but you are a true ambassador of Christ because you are a new creation so I hope that that touched your heart. I hope that edified your spirit. And I hope you tune in uh, for part two that will be coming in the next few days. And um, just continue to join in. Don't forget, subscribe, hit the notification bell. So that's all I have for today. I'm your host, Carrie Braggs, and this is Let's Talk, Let's Think. And so you have a beautiful day, and I'll see you next time. Take care.